0: It's the
1: HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Thursday, August 15th. I'm Donald Ware. Of course, on yesterday, we had a chance to look at the Winston-Salem State Rams. We take it down the road to Raleigh. We're going to take a look at the Shaw Bears and going to talk with Adrian Jones, the head football coach at Shaw. Of course, he joined us during our countdown to kickoff in Durham at Zwellie's back on July the 20th, when I think of the Shaw Bears, you know, it's it was a bit of a research. It was I don't want to call it a resurgence, but it was a, a solid season for the Bears that they did not get off to a good start in 2018 at all. But rebounded to win four of their last five ball games. Um, as a matter of fact, to finish 2018 with a five and five record. And I'm going to tell you what they got a couple of really good players, most notably Devin Hunt the All-American linebacker, Bachelorette, All-American linebacker. As a matter of fact, he's been first team All-CIAA in his three years at Shaw and uh, comes in with the moniker as the preseason defensive player of the year in the CIAA. This young man has taken it to another level each and every year. The Bears are going to need him to take it to an even higher level in 2019. A tough schedule for the Bears in the South, the CIAA South, is going to be uh, much improved in 2000, of course, in 19. At Fayetteville State, uh, the defending two-time, as a matter of fact, defending Southern Division champs, Winston's going to be better. St. Augs, who we're going to um, preview on tomorrow, is going to be better as well. Let's step aside, take a break. After these messages, including a message from Blue Cross, Blue Shield, of North Carolina, who's our sponsor of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You're going to hear from the head football coach of Shaw, Adrian Jones. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on the Box to Row Sports Network.
0: You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for
1: others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically,
0: it's not a fever.
1: Oh, good. That's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> the client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. Woo-hoo! And you're listening. To from the press box to press row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys.
0: Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what it is, is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice
1: Cube has been our guest.
0: Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and sports. Hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man. It's E-I-T, man. Hello, this is Aretha Franklin, the
1: Queen of Soul. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had a- just like that, you know, is really focused, just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at wwwbox That's From the Press Box to Press Row, real, relevant radio. To guess, Adrian Jones is no stranger. He's to having been part of these deals and very glad to have him uh, in the building in his fourth season as the head football coach at Shaw. What's going on, Coach Jones?
0: What's going on? Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. Glad you could kind of come out. So you had an opportunity even before you got here to be over at North Carolina Central at sort of at their, um, their, their football camp that they're having. And you and Trey Oliver, who's the head coach at Central, go back a very long way. Kind of talk about that and sort of being a part of that.
0: Well, me and Trey I actually came into school before Trey, but we all we played four years together. We were roommates in college, and he was my best man in my wedding. So we are pretty tight.
1: 2018. Kind of talk about that. The Bears went five and five. Uh, you were four and two in conference play. But the thing about it, you started the season off one and four. So you won four of your last five ball games.
0: Well, um, we matured a whole lot. You know, five and five is a good record. Uh, I think you know, hadn't been used to winning. I'm trying to change the program around, but uh, those guys got used to winning and, and, and saw what it felt like. And um, sky's the limit for us. What what made what was it about year three? That was your third year.
1: Um, you know, maybe had some struggles. And it, a lot of times that happens when you're coming in as a new coach, you're trying to kind of uh, put your stamp on the program. Why was year three so successful as opposed to the first couple of
0: years? Well, when you're putting your uh, stamp on a program, it's usually about a three-year process. And pretty much the guys that we brought in were our guys that we recruited, and they bought into what we were trying to coach. So those, uh, you got Devin Hunt who came in as a freshman, been a, uh, a starter for three years. He was our leader, and then a couple other guys, Benny who's who was our, was our kicker. So a lot of guys that we bought in as as freshmen played three years, and they knew what we wanted and just just buying into the system. Spring. So talk about spring. How did spring football go this time around? Spring football was by far our best spring this year. You know, all our offensive linemen are back. I've um, been talking about it. That's, that's going to be our strong point. We have not only the starters, but we have depth behind those guys, and – Uh, The the last three years we've we've, um, been at Shaw, we had a lot of good football players, but the depth was the issue. This year we have a lot of depth, so if somebody goes down, it's a a next-man mentality.
1: Let's talk about Devin Hunt because he was a box to roll All-America last year, guy that led the CIAA with 98 tackles. Talk about his growth. I mean, even as a freshman, he was the CIAA's Rookie of the Year. This guy has continued to grow.
0: He is, he is an excellent football player. Devlin is from a, a football background. He's from Richmond County. You know, that's big football. He came in, knew what, knew what he was doing. It's just a, a, a football Gillespie. He, he loves to hit people. He can run. And he's coached very well. You know, Coach Wiggins is his defensive coordinator. And what, what, he, what, what Coach Wiggins tells him to do, he does. And um, he's just an excellent football player. Not only that, an excellent kid outside of football. He doesn't do a lot of talking, but he leads by example
1: how have you sort of seen how how has he because it's like every year he's gotten better so what are the expectations for him in 2019
0: well I can tell you his expectations is the lead division two in tackling that's his expectations and he also wants to win a championship and uh, actually want to uh, win a national championship you know everybody wants to win the CIAA but we're thinking above and beyond that and he's one of those guys that speaks that each and every day and um Uh, He he also wants to play in the NFL, so he has a good chance. A couple of NFL scouts have been to look at him, so look forward for him having a good year and staying healthy.
1: Having won, let me switch gears a little bit before we talk about some of the other personnel. Having won a state title as a high school coach, um, how has that helped you in terms of recruiting guys from across the state and maybe even more specifically from Durham to come to Shaw?
0: It's been it's been it's been pretty easy because like you said uh, we won a state championship. A lot of the coaches in the area we're good friends. So when when I walk in the building, you know we, we had a friendship seven years ago. So and that and that friendship has still been going on. So we walk in the building, those coaches trust me with their kids, and they know that they're gonna get taken care of. So you know it's it's a blessing, uh, and you know we got like five guys from Durham this year, which. We've been struggling trying to get those guys, but we got some good quality of football players from this area.
1: Talk about that recruiting class. I, I don't remember the number sort of kept climbing as the days went on. It seemed like you were at 14 at one time. I think you may have more than that. But talk about that recruiting class for this year and maybe some of the guys that can come in and help you in 2019.
0: Well, we did a good job of recruiting offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Uh, uh, we got a, a big offensive lineman. We call him Big, big Zach. He's from um, South Gwinnett. In Atlanta, it's one of those guys that don't belong at Shaw University. He's that good, but we we're fortunate enough to get him. Um, John Barnes, wide receiver out of Clayton High School. He's one of the top receivers in the in the state of North Carolina. Uh, 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 John Davis, Jalen Davis from um, Hereford County, six four corner, can run like a deer. Uh, got Florida, who was uh, at Southern Durham High School, who was an athlete. He was a uh, he signed he uh, committed to ECU and ECU took the commitment off when a new coach came in. We were fortunate enough to pull him in, but there's many guys that we had. We had over, like, 25 guys, and out of those 25, probably four or five that are D1AA football players. Adrian Jones, again, in his fourth season as the head football
1: coach as Shaw, joins us here on the countdown to kickoff. So... Who's
0: your quarterback? Who's going to be your quarterback in 2019? That's a good question. Um, (laughs) Vidal Woodruff, who's been in our program for four years, he's actually started for us uh, against Malone. Our starting quarterback got hurt, and he came in and threw for 300 yards that game. But He's been a backup the whole time. He's going to be the the trigger man, but there's a guy right behind him named Torian Campbell who uh, transferred from uh, Kentucky State, who actually played at Kentucky State. Six three, about two hundred and forty pounds. Reminds you of, of Lech Left, which that's what we call him. But uh right now we're gonna we're gonna hang our hat on Vidal, but uh, Torian is right behind him. Yeah, no, no question about it. So some who who
1: so I know you had McLean as your running back last year. He transferred in, it's a graduate student transferred in from North Carolina Central, where he really excelled. So who's that guy? Who's gonna tote the rock this year?
0: Uh it's going to be a running back by committee. Uh, we have um, Elijah Mitchell, who was one of the uh, top running backs in the state last year at South Granville. We had him at defensive end last year. He came to me in spring and said, Coach, I want to re- really want to play running back. 6'2", 230-pound running back and can run. Uh, you got you got Florida, who's from um, from Southern Durham High School. You got Sean, uh, uh, not Sean Gibbs, but uh, Gibbs, who's a running back out of the mountains. Pre- pretty good kid. He uh, actually came in. In January, he graduated early, and uh, and also have Andre Brandon, who's from um from Baltimore. So we got a a a committee of running backs. Um, Tevin Perry hurt his knee in the spring. He was gonna be our starter. Right now, he's been doing some rehab. So hopefully, he'll be able to come back. But if not, he'll be back next year. So, I guess even if who whoever the
1: quarterback's gonna be, I mean, now Daniel Bender and Marquise Gorm come back. For you so, how big is that to have those wide receivers who were pretty big time for you in 2018?
0: I mean, they were two of the best receivers in, in, in the conference. Uh, Daniel Bender, who's going to be a junior, Marquise Gorm is probably the most dangerous receiver in, in black college. He's he, he showed himself at AT and he's also done it here at uh Shaw University. But uh, there's a couple other guys, you know, we got uh, Cavante Moses, who's all conference tight end, we can put him out at some receiver as well. He's a big body. Um, you, you got Elliot Dangerfield Who played quarterback in high school But played wide receiver for us last year He's a 6'4 receiver And we expect big things out of him But like I said, the depth is amazing Look look forward to the sky's the limit for Shaw football
1: A couple of other guys on defense I mean, We talked about Devin Hunt But then Kevin Sherman Also returns for you Talk about the expectations for him, and then some of the other guys we can look for big things from
0: in two thousand nineteen. Uh, uh, Kevin Sherman is that, that that guy that you want on your football team in, in the secondary. Uh, Devin Hunt is the is the quarterback for the linebackers, but uh, Kevin Sherman is that next guy we look forward to getting the, the defense lined up. He had a, he had a pretty good year this year. Um, we had a, a kid by the name of Jameer Jones who uh, who came in, graduated early and came in the spring and, and took a starting position at, at, at corner. So, you know, that's big for a freshman to come in and, and do that. And, you know, that's one of the positions that I expect the best out of him. He came in and was he didn't lose a beat. But uh, several guys, our defensive line all intact. Uh, we did a little change at the, at, at the cornerback position, but um, pretty much we, we're seasoned at, at defense, and um, Coach Wiggins do going to get them guys flying around.
1: Last two thoughts, again, I've said this to you many times, but one of the things that I thought, I mean, I thought the world of when you took the head coaching job at Shaw and at the introductory press conference, Jerry Mack was there who was your head coach or who you were the assistant coach under at Central, was at that press conference. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. He's, of course, now at TCU. How, How often... Can you talk about that? Him being there in that moment, but also, um you know, how often you talk to him as he's now, I guess, offensive coordinator at TCU.
0: Oh, well, that was big. You know, like you said, you don't see that much. And when they walked in the building, that let me know that that was a, was a true friendship. So you didn't know he was coming. I did not know wow. he was coming. Okay. He did ask what time it was, but I wasn't thinking he was going <laughs> to be there. Right. But um, that lets you know it was a true friendship. Um, we talk like once a week. We talk about football. You know, we talk about family. We, we, we're all over the place with it. But. um he was really a genuine guy, and the success of North Carolina Central was the reason, you know, he was the head coach there. He, he's a great man, and, you know, he got some good things going on. But uh, look forward to to the football season, really want to uh, win a championship. The one thing I was telling my wife today is what it feels like is it feels like that 2013 season when we won the championship, that we're fast, we're physical, you know, if we stay healthy, we got a good chance.
1: And lastly, the camaraderie, can you speak to sort of the camaraderie you have um, with, the, with these coaches uh, in the CIAA? And then, of course, Trey Oliver is going to be here a little bit later on, the, the head coach at Central.
0: Uh, we, we're all close. You know, we might not talk a lot, but when we get together, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a family reunion. You know, uh, we was down in Roanoke and we were all joking, hanging out and stuff, you know. I messed with Coach Hayes a little bit, you know. This time I didn't talk any junk at the the press conference. I I did pretty good (laughs) without talking junk, you know. Very respectful this time. But you know, Coach Massa, we go back to North Carolina Central when we were both coaching there and 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 playing DB at North Carolina Central. I always wanted to be better than him, so you know, I looked at his stats. Were you one? uh, 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 (laughs) A single season interceptions, I were, but I, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I can't do what he played in NFL. I did. True. So that wraps it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast,
1: taking a look at the Shaw Bears. And again, that interview was with Adrian Jones, the head football coach from Zwellies. It was our countdown to kickoff back on July the 20th. On tomorrow, we travel 1.8 miles down the road to take a look at the St. Augustine's Falcons. This has become It already was a great rivalry. Anytime Sean and St. August get together for anything, it's a great rivalry. But this football rivalry has really become really good the last couple of years. So you're going to hear tomorrow, Tim Chavis, the head football coach at St. Augustine's here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We're giving it to you. You're getting not only my opinions, more importantly, you're hearing it straight from the head coaches of the respective schools that is of the utmost importance and i hope that you're telling anybody you know about the hbcu football daily podcasts have Go a great to the day